Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here, and I'm working at the bright red desk. Today is April 26, 2020. I'm in New York. It's a little bit overcast, a little rain, a little mist, kind of one of those magical New York days. Um, and here we are in uh, the, the year of going into, you know, going into spring. We're heading into heavy spring uh, here in the Northern Hemisphere, and we are enjoying a uh, shift and change in the energy of the planets this week. A little more intense for, you know, because Pluto just stationed yesterday. And, uh, of course, Pluto stationing, we get earthquakes, we get volcanoes, we, we get pent-up energy, really, really pent-up energy, releasing. So I was talking to my friend Julie yesterday in California, and she says, it's really hot in California. And she goes, and whenever it's really hot, we have earthquakes. I'm like, really? Heat and earthquakes? She goes, yeah, yeah, the San Andreas Fault. And apparently they had a little rumble out there in California. So a, a shout-out to our California friends. But also Pluto is stationing. And when he stops, man, he says, okay, I am stopping and I am going backwards now. And so the five days leading up, we have a very intense buildup in the energy. And then he stopped yesterday. And now as he starts to move forward, you know, imagine like the planet pausing on the same point for five days. He kind of pushes into it, you know, kind of grinds in. So if you had something at 2459 where Pluto stopped, he kind of ground in. You know, I always think of it as my aunt used to have a, when they lived in North Carolina, they had this floor. And if you wore high heels, it made little indentations in the tiles because they were those soft tiles. And and I, at that point in my life, I wore high heels. Now I'm basically barefoot all the time, um, which makes my Pisces moon very happy. But back then I wore high heels and I'd, let, I'd left little spike marks in her in her, in her tiles. That's what happens when Pluto stops. It kind of leaves a little spike mark in the sky and of course big news out of korea is we haven't seen you know the guy in a while and uh the word today i think i heard it on the radio or the news that he perhaps is dead uh from a botched uh heart heart attack and of course pluto stationing pluto rules nuclear weapons which now like if he does actually have them um now we're going to go okay so what do we do with that <laughs> you know pluto let's just add to the pile right um, so we'll see what happens. This is always a really interesting time. Pluto stations kind of highlight for us what we're supposed to be paying attention to. And this particular Pluto, because he's hanging out with Jupiter and Saturn, you know, we've seen how much fun he's been over the last few months uh, since Jan when they met up. And now we're kind of like, all right, you know, this is our this is our reality. But now Pluto stops and he reverses. He goes backwards. Um, until the fall, until October, when he stops again, and then he goes forward. So this is his path two, back over all the stuff that he just brought us. Now we are having a lot of people, Mercury and Aries, protesting, jumping up and down, yelling, screaming. This week Mercury's going to square Jupiter and in Aries, and then he's going to square Pallas Athena in Aries. So we're going to see, you know, things get bigger, and we're going to see things, like we're going to look at things and go, so, like, how smart is that? And then he's going to square uh, Saturn. Uh, a lot of the states are opening up, right? Um, and, you know, we've studied the virus a little bit more here in New York because we're epicenter. You know, right now we're the epicenter. Let me tell you, it's moving to the middle part of the country. We are only – that eclipse that we had a few years ago that runs for five years, right, till 2023, remember that big eclipse that ran through the middle of the country? 
That is the epicenter, folks. Right now, New York looks like we are. Hey, we got nothing on you guys. You're getting it all. Let's come in there. So we want to kind of look at this with Mercury squaring Pluto, squaring Jupiter, expanding, because we know Mercury has been this. He's also in a crabby sign. And then he is uh, squaring Athena, and then he's squaring Saturn, so he gets released. Right? So Mercury squares Saturn on the 28th. And then, you know, we're opening up. So let's see what happens. Uh, fingers crossed. I'm not, I'm not holding a lot of... Uh, I'm just praying is what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, when in doubt, say a prayer. I was raised Catholic, you know. Uh, actually, I'm praying to uh, St. Jude, uh, the patron saint for hopeless cases, <laughs> If the, for those of you who understand... Uh, um, understand the Catholic uh, terminology, you know, and it's also we're going to figure it out. Um, and that's how we work. That's how we roll. The progressed sun yesterday uh, hit Uranus, uh, and so that's the, the desire, the transiting sun, rather, in Taurus. And um, Mercury is going to come and um, he's going to go into Taurus this week and meet up with Uranus. So we have a lot of excitement this week, a lot of new ways of thinking about things. When Mercury goes into Taurus, right, he is going to be answering to that out-of-bounds Venus in Gemini. Um, so we can anticipate a lot of, a lot of, lot of, because Gem, Jupiter, Venus in Gemini, and a lot of dialogue. I mean, when we do this planets positively, we go, okay, we get it. Mars trined Venus, or Mar, Venus is coming into a trine to Mars actually this week, and um, is inviting us to figure out how we're gonna how we're gonna work with this energy and what we're gonna do with it. So it's an important time for all of us to kind of think about what we want, where we're going, what makes sense for us, and what's the vision, right? Because that's, that's really what this is about. We're all sitting home, or we're working very hard if we're a first responder, and uh, we're now going to be entering into the next chapter, right? So this is the new chapter coming in, which we know because the sun changed into Taurus, and Mercury's going to change into Taurus, and... Mars is uh, pulling away from that little pile of people that he was hanging out with for the last couple months. And so now we get we get to a new step in freedom, a new opportunity in terms of where we're going and what comes up next. So that's all good. Um, that said, until Mercury goes into Taurus, which is April 27th, we can anticipate that everybody's still a little fiery. And then he uh, he does have a square to Saturn, which is, you know, Mercury and communication, squaring Saturn, the authorities, and saying, okay, now what do we want to do? So the energy does shift. So you are going to feel a little less stressed. You're going to feel like there's a little more a little more optimism, a little more hope, a little more, hey, maybe this isn't, maybe we're going to figure this out. So that's good. The contention part goes down. That's good. But, like I said last week and the week before, our job was to watch when the sun went through these planets and Mercury went through these planets, our job was to watch what Mercury pointed out to us that we're going to be dealing with in the fall. So we saw protests, but that's voice. When it's Mars, it's physical. It's a little more, got a little more violence to it, frankly. And then the other thing we saw was the meatpacking plants getting shut down. And we did see, um, you know, people arguing about stuff, you know. Um, and, you know, it's Mercury and Aries. It's a very argumentative Mercury. You know, I, I always tell that story when I teach astrology that Mercury and Aries was my friend who said, you know, you're very smart. Why aren't you more successful? You know, it's just a little double-edged shot kind of energy. 
And the energy of this week fortunately does start to calm down a little, which will help. But we do recognize that that Sun Uranus in Taurus and soon Mercury are all answering to a Venus out of bounds, right? Who is going to station and go retrograde? Venus is in Gemini out of bounds through the end of June. And so we see that as like things really moving uh, air. Venus is out of bounds in air. Um, Gemini is an air sign. Communication, writing, talking, connecting, siblings, stories being told. So your job, you know, is to take care, care of yourself, take care of your family, and then know we've been warned by Mercury and the Sun what Mars is going to bring, and he is going to be in Aries from June 23rd through January 4th. He's going to go over these planets that those guys went over just last week and the week before. He's going to go over them three times slowly, right? That's a lot of energy. <laughs> so I want you getting your food supply. I want you getting your seeds. You can sprout seeds in your backyard. One of my uh, one of my tarot teachers and uh, my palmistry teacher, Ellen Goldberg, who's a really wonderful a uh, wonderful woman is down at Ann Wigmore Institute in Puerto Rico, and she is sprouting. You know, there was a, she puts a thing on her Facebook of her sprouting uh, plants and having them. Um, you know, they, they grow things down there, you know, and they do wheatgrass. It's a it's a health group around eating healthy and healing yourself through lots of greens. So, you know, we can all grow greens in our house. We can all sprout things. And uh, I do Sprout Man. He's where I get my seeds. Um, there are other places. And I have this big sprouter. Um, it was a while back when I dated somebody who was kind of into vegetables. I mean, he liked, he, he actually ran the sprouter. <laughs> I just ate the harvest of it. I know how it works, though. And you sprinkle these seeds in, and the thing waters it. It's, like, very cool. It waters it for you, and it grows this whole bed of sprouts, and then you can harvest them and eat them. Um, he, he he liked his sprouts. I have to say, you know, uh, he did that, and that was good, and I um, <laughs> I, got, I had him taking care of that part of the thing. So what I'm learning, you know, because my assistants are both missing because they're, they're not coming in the office, so I have to do all their work. But I didn't realize how much work they did. So I guess now I'm going to have to sprout my own seeds, but I know how to do it. I'm going to go find the sprouter and get ready for it. But you want to kind of just, you know, kind of think about how many people you have, figure between September 9th and November 13th how much food you need, and you want to have that in your house. you got a couple months to get it there. But you want to get that amount of food in your house so that you're covered. You know, maybe some rice, maybe some beans. But really, Mars is retrograde, squaring these planets from September 9th to November 13th. So we know that's going to be a really intense time. We just watched it the last couple of weeks. That was the sun. The sun is the happy guy. That was Mercury. That was people riding in their cars, stomping and yelling, yelling at stuff, Mercury and Aries, right? <laughs> Mars, out of control. September, October, November, December. That's how long. But the lockdown part will really be, or the really violent part, will be uh, the September 9th through the November 13th. So your job, you've been warned. We've been right on face masks. We've been right on financial markets. We've been right. The astrology has been right on this stuff. So take it from the astrology. Watch what you saw last week. That's what you're going to be struggling with or working on, if we want to do the positive version of Mars. But it's a square, so usually there's a little bit of a struggle. And we're good. We're good. That's the energy. So good should feel good this week. Should feel like a relief. Should feel like, oh, wow, it's starting to shift a little, 
which is great. And, of course, in the northern hemisphere here, uh, it is spring. We're starting to really feel spring. It's starting to feel like it's happening. So that's good. And Venus is in Gemini, which is one of her favorite signs. She is out of bounds, which means she's a little over the top. So we have to kind of watch that. But as the planets move into Taurus, it should feel a little easier, a little smoother, a little more, oh, yeah, I'm ready. So forward we go and take good care of yourself, right? This is this is not going away. This is not going away. This is changing shape. Remember, astrology invites us to change shape, go into the next chapter, and go, okay, what's up next? So what's up next this week? Everybody get your moon calendars out. This is the week of the moon. So today the moon's in Gemini, and it'll be, let's take my glasses off. This is the only bad part of my, I've had an eye doctor appointment that's been moved four times because of the coronavirus, and uh, I need, I'm having, I need to get reading glasses, I think. Um, okay, so this week, Merc, the moon is in uh, Gemini today, the 26th. It will be in Gemini tomorrow. It goes void at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's in Gemini um, until 1.30 when it goes into Cancer. So the moon, moon goes void in Gemini with a sextile to Mercury. So that's a lot of really good information and a lot of understanding about how to do things. And then he goes into Cancer on the afternoon of the 26th, uh, the 27th rather, 1.30, 2.30, uh, 1.30 and he's in Cancer. Uh, the tw- uh, Monday the 27th, Tuesday the 28th. He goes void at 3.29 on the uh, 29th, and his void is with an opposition to Jupiter, right? So he says, okay, now moon opposite Jupiter. Jupiter's normally, we think, a nice planet, but the moon in Cancer opposite Jupiter is kind of emotional. You know, he's got a lot of emotional energy. And what we're going to see is as people, you know, get free in other parts of the country, uh, you know, people are going to say, why, why can't we be free? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so just that's a little contentious energy there, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Moon is void Wednesday afternoon from 3.29 to 9.06 p.m. when he goes into Leo. And he's in Leo on the evening of the 29th, the uh, 30th of April. And then he goes on May 1st, he goes void at 12.04 a.m. Uh, p.m. with a moon in Leo opposite Mars and Aquarius. Again, tension, separating energy. So we've got two, the whole week is full of separating energy. He's void Friday afternoon, which is a not, you know, letting go of stuff, but not asking for things. Somebody wrote and their son wanted, uh, was going to, you know, do something for college money and didn't get it together on the Taurus moon. So she wrote, can you give me some days? I'm like, all next week's kind of crappy because it's separating. You're not going to get what you want. But we go void on Friday at 12.04, and it's void all afternoon. Remember, this is um, Eastern time. And then the moon goes into Virgo on Saturday at 1.35 in the morning. So Saturday, the 2nd, and the Sunday, the 3rd, when the moon goes void at 10.25 p.m., that's a Virgo moon, and the moon in Virgo is trine, to uh, ends with the trine to Jupiter. So Saturday and Sunday next week have very productive aspects for getting things accomplished. And the moon goes void on Sunday at 10.25 p.m. And then the next night at 3.09 a.m. early Monday morning, he enters Libra. And in that one, he has a closing square of moon square Jupiter. All right. Uh, of course, it is Cinco de Mayo next week, too. So there's a lot of interesting energy that we're working with. Um, 
And so the energy of the moons, basically this week, it's, it's, you know, it's the moon in Cancer is very sensitive. Moon in Leo is I want what I want when I want it. Virgo moon is nice. So, and because those moons, normally we want what we want when we want it, and that's okay. But because it's opposite Mars, it can form a bit of a conflict. And the moon in Cancer, where we're feeling very sensitive and emotional, is also got a hard aspect. So those are kind of a little more emotionally stressful. Um, and there's a restlessness. You know, now that now that everybody's shifting, uh, there's a restlessness and a desire to break free. So when we look at the week emotionally, the the hard day um, will be, you know, the wanting to break free day, I guess is a better way to say it, will be the 30th because the moon in Leo is going to square the Mercury and the Uranus, right, and the sun. So that's a whole energy of wanting to take off and leave. There's a little bit of power struggle energy on Wednesday. Um, Monday, Tuesday is like adjusting energy, um, emotional, adjusting emotionally. And then Friday is just adjusting emotionally because the moon in Leo is going to be forming hard aspects to all the Capricorn planets, adjusting aspects. And then the weekend, next weekend is really nice. A lot of trines, you know, the moon in Virgo is very productive, gets a lot done, a little worrywart, but, you know, gets stuff done. So that's helpful. And this week we also have Mercury going into Taurus, um, which is nice. He, you know, he doesn't love Taurus, but he's practical in Taurus. He's, he's organized in Taurus, so that'll be helpful. And then, of course, we're working with the Pluto station energy as he starts to go backwards. So he's stopping, and he's moving backwards in our in our world. And Remo is on my desk, so if you hear a high-pitched beep, he's right by the phone. I apologize in advance. I know, you want to snuggle. I know you're really very snuggly today. He's like, Mom, he's been following me around like a dog. And uh, <laughs> I know you want to cuddle. I hear you. I'm petting you. All right, so the sun this week goes from 6 Taurus to 16 Taurus, 10, 10 degrees, moving, moving along at a good clip. Um, and the sun met Uranus uh, the 26th today, met Uranus this morning, kind of a freedom, freedom, has adjustments with relationships on the 27th, and it enters, it meets up with Mercury uh, in Taurus on uh, May 4th, which is very much, a, that's what we call combust Mercury, and sun and Mercury in Taurus, uh, answering to an out-of-bounds Venus, makes for a very stubborn combination. Right, people are just going to be stubborn, and you have to, you know. I I was talking about this with the, uh, uh, with a friend of mine who's a therapist, and she was like, "Ann, people are in denial, and they're doing their thing, and you, when you try and go after someone in denial, they dig in more. They dig in more. You can't talk them out of it. You can't get them out of, you know. You can't get them to change their mind. Stop." <laughs> let them have what they're doing. Let them, let them. They're in denial. You have to let them be in denial. When you try and go after someone's denials, it makes them dig in stronger. So I was like, "Wow, all right, really?" And she was like, "Yeah." Well, so and I, you know, and the, I knew what I was, ta- you know, I knew I was talking about somebody to her, and um, I'm like, "All right, I hear you. You got to let it go. You got to go. Okay, Mercury." Uh, conjunct the sun, what can I do about it? What can I do about it? And if you can't do anything about it, you're not going to talk them into it. They have to get there themselves. Uh, You just go about your own business. And so this is going to be one of those weeks where we have to make those kind of choices because the sun is going to be meeting up with Mercury in a very stubborn sign. 
and Mercury is answering to Venus and Gemini out of bounds, as is the sun. They do not want to be bound. Uh, or they want to be bound. <laughs> they don't want to go out. And it's Gemini. We have to make a choice, right? So this is a really interesting, you know, you know, I always love the astrology and kind of correlating it with the world, which is, yeah, okay, go ahead and do that. Let's see what happens. You can't deny, you know, you can't get them to change the denial, right? But you can set your own boundaries, Mercury, Uranus. And as Mercury comes to join Uranus, which he does this week, he joins Uranus on April 30th, you can say, these are my rules, those are your rules. And remember, people are in the mood to change the contract. So they're going to say to you, that was the contract we made. And you're like, okay, and now you're changing it, which means the contract is now different. You, you know, we had a deal, you're shifting, or I'm shifting, the contract is now changed. And what's the new reality we're going to be working with? And that is really what we're going to be working on this week is, okay, that's the new contract. All right, I hear you. Uh, Choices made. Everybody gets to pick. (laughs) And you can't talk them out of it. Okay, so just know you can't talk them out of it, but you can control your own response, right? That's all we got. So as Mercury comes to square Saturn and then comes to join Uranus, because Mercury is running from 26 Aries to 15 Taurus this week. He is moving fast. You thought the news was fast last week? <laughs> when he's He is whipping along. I mean, think about that. 26 Aries to 15 Taurus. He is flying. Um, and he enters Taurus, as I mentioned, on the 27th. He squares Saturn on the 28th. He joins Uranus on the 30th. So he is a busy guy, um, and he is an Aries, which is a combative energy. And then when he goes into Taurus, he gets stubborn, but he's answering to an out-of-bounds Venus who's going to swing widely, swing wildly from part to part, wildly from part to part. So you want to just know Venus is a little bit uh, bipolar these days. <laughs> and, and, you know, and she's in Gemini, so she she doesn't always tell the truth when she's in Gemini. That's kind of how she works. Um, no offense to our Gemini friends. But um, she wants to spin her own reality, right? And so you have to, you, you know, you, you as the person watching the reality getting spun have to look and go, wow, what's your reality there? And so literally as Mercury was aspecting the Venus this last couple days, uh, we had, you know, we were told to inject bleach (laughs) into ourselves and to drink disinfectant and somehow figure out how to get ultraviolet light inside of our bodies. And everybody was like, really? Like inject bleach, drink bleach? And I mean, Lysol and Clorox both came out with, "Don't don't put our products inside of your body. And then it was, I didn't say that. Uh, and that's the Gemini. That's the Gemini. And you are going to have to work with, recognize that's not just him. That's everybody in the world, right? So consistency and clarity and how things are going. And when people change their mind on you, because this is a change your mind. I didn't say that. I didn't agree to that. You go, okay, got it. Do not argue. Do not spend your time arguing. Go, okay, that's the reality we're working with now. Got it. And then figure out your approach. Um Mercury has really important aspects to the nodes on the 27th and the 28th, very creative. And he does have, you know, aspects this week to Jupiter and Athena and Saturn and really sees things. And then he also has a hard aspect on May 4th uh, to the nodes of fate where he brings you some hard news. 
Um, and he does have kind of a breakthrough energy on the 30th and the 1st. So watch for really breakthrough news then because that's going to be uh, that news we will hear the story about January 4th. So whatever happens now, this week we go, wow, that's really interesting news. On January 4th, we'll understand what it's really for. Because remember, Mercury and the Sun are both giving us the story ahead of time. Um, Venus is moving between 18 and 21. She's slowing down. She's slowing down because she's getting ready for her retrograde station. She has a square to Neptune on the 3rd of May. And this week she's talking to Pluto and Chiron uh, in a quintile. So she's saying, you know, got to figure out. And Gemini, watch for duel, right? Watch for duel. So we had a little bit, give me liberty or give me death. And I'm like, well, no, give you liberty and give you death. <laughs> you, know? you know, watch for the ands and the ors because Gemini is going to present both sides, right? So Venus is slowing down. Uh, and she's at um, 17 Gemini uh, this week, basically, and getting gets to 20. Uh, Mars is a little active. He, you know, has um, he's in Aquarius, as we know, and he runs till 25 Aquarius. So he's rolling between uh, 20. He's going to have a hard aspect to Neptune, uh, an adjusting energy to Neptune on the. Uh, 28th, where he's going to help us see things in a different way. And he has a lot of relationship dynamics this week. Uh, he is in a hard aspect to Juno, which is how we work with our partners and what we do. He is in a semi-square to Chiron, indicating a healing issue showing up, and that's going to be May 2nd. And, of course, Mars is sextile. Uh, uh, Eris, the goddess of discord, this week on May 4th. So we're going to feel that tension build. Now remember, um, Eris is a 24-6, uh, and Pluto just stationed at 24. So he had the first square with her when Kobe Bryant's plane crashed and we were doing all that um, uh, whoozy, impeachment stuff. So now those two are moving towards each other again to have another square in June. Uh, so we're going to really feel, as Pluto now heads towards her, the two of them kind of anticipating a little rumble, right? So Mars this week is aspecting um, Eris, and then he is going to have a semi-square next week, not this week, but he's going to have a semi-square next week to all the Capricorn planets. Uh, semi-sex, yeah, semi-sextile, rather, which is a stressful aspect. But So this week, Mars is in the mood to fight, you know, because he's in Aquarius, and he's like, you know, what can I do? Go ahead, kill yourself. <laughs> you know, Or go ahead, you know, you might be right. It might be totally made up. Go ahead, figure it out. Um, have a life. You're in charge of your life. I'm in charge of my life. Can't make me do it, but I'm I'm going to let you do what you want to do. And this is really a good good week to understand you have no control over anybody. Everybody gets to control their own destiny and their own ship. And yes, you can have an they can have an impact on you, but you can also determine how much of an impact they have. Um, and so you can say, okay, you're going to go out. Well, that's great. Find somewhere else to live. You're not coming back home because grandma's here and she's, you know, her, her life can be threatened by your bad behavior. And I do think we're going to see a lot more of that where people are going to be like, yeah, you can't come in. I'm done. You know, like we're going to, that Mercury, the Mercury sun combust is like, no, not, not agreeing to that, that version of your reality. I'm working with my reality and honor that really feel very comfortable taking stands and saying, I've got Saturn in Aquarius. I'm digging in. This is what my understanding is, and I'm not going to argue with you about it. You you make your choices, I make my choices, and then we figure out where we go from there. 
it doesn't look like a week for where we're all going to get along is basically what I'm really saying here. Um, Saturn has a sesquiquadrate to Vesta, which is, okay, we're changing the structure of the home environment, right? So that's kind of supported by that, people making their choices. And then Neptune is contraparallel Juno and Chiron is opposite Juno. So our relationships are under a lot of emotional stress this week. And your job is to go, okay, relationships under emotional stress, can I do anything about it? Person's digging in, they don't want to do it, or they're they're doing something else and they're not interested in that. You've got to go, okay, that's your reality. I'm going to accept it. You know, that whole accept the things you can't change, that's what we're doing this week. And then Pallas Athena enters Aquarius on April 29th, which allows us, because Capricorn is... Uh, I'm going to give you structural vision. Aquarius goes, and now that I've given you the knowledge and the wisdom, now you get to figure out what you're doing with it. She she backs up when she's in Aquarius. She becomes a little more emotionally detached from things because she's looking at, you know, how do I how do I move forward? What do I do? What's my vision? How do I get there? And so that's the week ahead. It's an interesting week. It's going to be very different energetically feeling than the last couple because Pluto has stopped and now he's going backwards. Uh, good news is he's going backwards. Bad news is he's going back all over all the stuff he crossed until <laughs> uh, the beginning of January, right? So he's going all the way back into early December, late December, uh, between now and, and the fall. And so you just, you know, we're on the we're on the journey, we're in the boat, boat's moving, you know, figure out who you want in your boat, get some vegetables and stuff in stock for the coming food shortages, going to be food shortages, folks, at least in America, because that's what they're publicizing. Other Somebody wrote me from another country, and I said, well, what are they publicizing in your land? Whatever you noticed this last two weeks, that's what you want to prepare for come the fall come August, not even the fall, late summer. And on that note, I'm signing off from the bright red desk and going off to do my work. I wish you a merry, merry uh, month of April. And we go into May, yay, yay, yay. And uh, and then Cinco de Mayo, no margaritas for me this year, but, you know, maybe, maybe there'll be a bar open somewhere in New York and I can get a margarita. I don't think so. We're not opening up until May 15th. But the rest of you can all have a margarita. and Or a Zoom cocktail hour. So anyway, Anne or at least signing off from the bright red desk, wishing you a big love and lots of hugs virtually, of course, and uh, wish talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.